New report from House Democrats details at least $7.8 million of foreign government spending at various Donald Trump properties during his presidency. And that includes $5.5 million from China alone. CNN's Melanie Zanona is joining us from Capitol Hill right now. She's got details. Melanie, what does this report show about China's potential influence on Trump? Well, Wolf, this report certainly raises questions about whether Donald Trump was influenced by foreign entities and foreign governments during his time as president because his businesses received a lot more money from foreign countries than was previously known, including from China, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia. In fact, the Chinese government alone spent more than $5.5 million at Trump properties during just two years of Trump's presidency, which is significantly more than any other foreign country. And we should also point out that that number is likely only a tiny fraction of the overall payments that Trump's businesses actually received, because this report, Wolf, only covers two years of the Trump presidency and only accounts for a handful of Trump's businesses. So the question really here is whether that money influenced Trump's policymaking. One example cited in this report was that Trump declined to issue sanctions on the Chinese bank, despite the fact that the DOJ had issued a complaint and accused the Chinese bank of conspiring with North Korea to avoid sanctions. And that bank wolf was one of the largest tenants of Trump Tower. Now, a lot of these lease agreements were happening before Trump became president, so it's complicated. It's not a clear cut and dry issue here. And meanwhile, the Trump Organization has denied any wrongdoing. But we should point out that this report from House Democrats is coming as House Republicans are pursuing an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden over his son's foreign business deals. But at this point, Republicans have not proved that Biden has personally profited or made any policy decisions because of those foreign business deals. So no doubt, Democrats are going to try to use this report to draw a contrast between Biden and Trump ahead of a potential impeachment and ahead of the 2024 election. Well, I'm sure they will. Melanie Zadona on Capitol Hill. Thank you very much. And joining me now, Republican presidential candidate and former New Jersey governor, Chris Christie. Governor, thank you so much for joining us. First, I want to get to this report alleging that the Chinese government and its state-controlled entities spent over $5.5 million at various Trump properties while he was in office. Do you believe Trump was actually compromised by this Chinese spending? Well, it certainly doesn't look good, Wolf, that's for sure. Um, and whether he made any decisions based on that, um, I have no idea. But what I would say is this was the problem from the beginning in the way Donald Trump decided to handle his business affairs and, and having his sons, um, uh, you know, nominally be in charge. I think all of us know that he never really let go of his business interests while he was president. And so um, these are things that um, are just continue to add to um, the reasons why he's unfit uh, to be president of the United States again. The fact is that this uh, putting himself before the people of the country is an ongoing pattern in this and many other instances. And so whether it compromised him or not, I don't know. I wasn't in the room as he was making decisions. But what I can tell you is um, that it's just the, the repeat of a pattern where he doesn't care um, about the American people as much as he cares about people whose last name is Trump. I want to get to this new filing also, Governor, from Donald Trump's legal team, which wants the Justice Department special counsel, Jack Smith, sanctioned and possibly held in contempt. I know you served as the U.S. attorney in New Jersey. What do you make of this? Now, I don't make much of it, Wolf. Um, look, Donald Trump knows 
that as Jack Smith continues to make filings, public filings, about the case regarding January 6th, um, that it continues to make Donald Trump look worse and worse. And so what he'd like to do is to have that stop, um, because he recognizes that people are getting ready to start to vote in 11 days in Iowa um, and in 19 days here in New Hampshire, where I am tonight. And the fact is that he wants that to stop, and, and so he's instructing his lawyers to go ahead and file things like this. I don't think this will lead to any sanction for Jack Smith. Um, he's preparing his case while the case is on appeal. He's getting his, the matter ready, filing discovery and other matters with the court, um, so that if, in fact, um, Donald Trump's immunity claims are denied, which I believe they will be uh, by the D.C. Circuit Courts, um, then they'll be ready to move to trial as expeditiously as possible and have a trial so that the public knows the results of that election, of that um, case before the election in November of 24, if, in fact, Trump were to be the nominee. You just released an unusual new digital ad, Governor, in which you admit to making what you call a past mistake. Let me play a little clip of that uh, for our audience. Watch this. When I decided to endorse Donald Trump for president, I did it because he was winning. And I did it because I thought I could make him a better candidate and a better president. Well, I was wrong. I made a mistake. So, Governor, why should voters trust your judgment now? And what other mistakes have you made? Well, geez, Wolf, I don't know. Are, are we going to have an hour-long program um, to review all of that? I mean, like any person who's lived 61 years, there's a number of mistakes I've made over time. I think the difference between me and other people in this business is I'm willing to admit when I make a mistake. And I think that's what that digital ad is all about. Um, and I think we'd be a much better country um, and, our, and, and our government would be run much better if people didn't try to pretend they were perfect. Um, I think the public knows that there's no perfect person out there, certainly no one who's offering themselves their office who are perfect. And when I make a mistake, I'm willing to admit it. I've done that in the past, um, you know, not only here in this campaign, but when I was governor of New Jersey, when I made a mistake, I'd admit it. Um, I did what I thought was best at the time, but I turned out to be wrong. And when you decide that you did something that you think was a mistake, I think the right thing to do, the way I was brought up, was to admit that. And the way I was brought up as well, you admit your mistakes and you move on. The New Hampshire governor, Chris Sununu, who's endorsed Nikki Haley for president, as you know, says you should actually drop out of the race. Uh, I want to play a little clip. Watch this. Chris has an opportunity to be kind of the hero here, um, not just bow out gracefully, but help consolidate this race, help do the right thing, help deliver Trump that loss in New Hampshire that we all know is very possible. So how do you respond to uh, Sununu? Well, look, I, I wish that Governor Sununu would remember all the things that he used to say about Donald Trump before he started working for Nikki Haley. Um, and now he's got at least a partial muzzle on him because the Haley campaign um, doesn't want to say negative things about Donald Trump, um, wants to say he's the right president for the right time, that uh, for some reason, chaos and drama follow him wherever he goes. Look, I remember when Chris used to be one of the most outspoken folks on Donald Trump in the country and how unfit he was to be president since he's, you know, um, working with Nikki Haley. Um, he's now saying that he even vote he would vote for Donald Trump. So, I, you know, I don't know how to respond to Chris in that way. He's obviously made a political decision. Uh, that's his right to do, um, as it is my right to make decisions that I think are in the best interest of the country. Um, and my candidacy and the honesty and the integrity that we're presenting regarding Donald Trump is something that not only the whole party needs to hear, 
but the whole country needs to hear. And I wish Chris would get back to that um, and, and stop with some of the political nonsense that he's putting out there now. Governor, thank you so much for joining us.